Let us pray. In Jesus' name. Father, we want to thank you so much for the privilege you are given to us to gather before your presence this morning. Thank you, Father, for the time we have spent in your presence and the ministrations that have come from you. Blessed Father in heavens, even as we look into your word at this time, Father, we humble ourselves before your presence. We ask, O oh God, that you speak to our heart this morning. We ask, eternal Father, that you enlighten our understanding. I pray, mighty King of all glory, that you meet each and every one of us at our point of need. Holy Spirit, take control. Let your name be glorified. That it end. All the glory and honor will be yours. And the blessing will be ours. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to thank God so much. For the privilege he has given to us. To gather before his presence this morning. I also want to thank the leadership of this church for this privilege of sharing the gospel with us. By the grace of God, we are still continuing with our theme, Go ye into the world and preach the gospel. Taken from the book of Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. And this morning, the topic we are going to handle is Go ye into the world and preach the gospel through drama. Hallelujah. Go ye into the world and preach the gospel through drama. And we have a case study, the Acts Theater way of presenting this message. In a word of introduction, I would like to let us know that we have different types of ministries. We have different types of calling. But in all these, the objective is the same. Different types of ministry, different ways of ministration, Different ways of preaching the gospel, but the objective is the same. If we go to the Bible in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, from verse 11 to 12, we have the fivefold ministries. We have the ministry of apostles. We have the, some people who are called to be prophets. Some are called to be teachers. Some are called to be evangelists. Some are called to be pastors. In all this, the aim still remains the same. What is the aim of ministry and what is the aim of ministration? In that Ephesians chapter 4, the Bible tells us that number one, it is for building up of the body of Christ. Number two, Defying the body of Christ. Number three, doing the work of ministry. No matter the type of ministry that a man has received, no matter the method of preaching the gospel, all of them are geared towards this particular role. A defying the body of Christ and doing the work of ministry. Praise the Lord. If we go to the book of Exodus chapter 35, from 30 to 35, the Bible tells us about a man called Bazillion. I always make reference to this particular man. The Bible says that God filled him with his spirit and gave him special abilities to do all manner of craftsmanship. 
The Lord also put it in his heart to teach another man called Oheliab. The Bible said that God filled Oheliab with his spirit to do the same work of craftsmanship. You see, the spirit of God that was at work in the life of kings, the spirit of work that was at work in the life of prophets, the same spirit was at work in the life of his priests. It was the same spirit that the Lord gave to Bezilia to do all manner of craftsmanship for the purpose of what? The work of the tabernacle. Praise the Lord. And one interesting thing there, the Bible said that the Lord called him by name. We are talking about drama. By the special grace of God, drama is one of those non-conventional ways of preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. The major way of preaching the gospel that so many people know is to stand on the pulpit and begin to dish out the words. But drama is one of those non-conventional ways. If you go through the scriptures, you will discover that in so many places, God ministered to his people through drama and demonstration of the message. Take it for instance, in the place we read this morning, God had before this time spoken to the people of Israel through the prophets and so many other men that he sent and they refused to listen. God kept on speaking and they didn't listen until it came to a point that the Lord called Ezekiel. God called Ezekiel and said, look, son of man, you are living in the midst of a rebellious people. They have eyes to see, but they can't see. They have ears to hear, but they can't hear. I want you to do something. Come and put up a demonstration. The Lord spoke to Ezekiel and said, come and demonstrate this message. Let them see it with their eyes. Perhaps, by seeing with their eyes, they may reconsider and repent. God had threatened them with exile. Several times, God warned the people of Israel, I will send you to exile. They refused to listen. God called Ezekiel and said, come. Come and demonstrate what it will look like when these people will go to exile. And what was the method that Ezekiel used? It was through drama. He went and demonstrated the message before the rebellious house of Israel. If, I, if you read it from New Living Translation, he said what? Come and put up a demonstration so that as they watch, as they watch, they will reconsider. As they watch, they will see what it will look like when they will go to exile. What was the purpose of God? It was to make these people reconsider their stance. And for them to come back to the saving knowledge of himself. Praise the Lord. You see, the aim of Christian drama is to demonstrate a God-given message before an audience under the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit. For a purpose. What is that purpose? Revival. And bringing people to the saving knowledge of Christ. Hallelujah. That is all that we do. In Christian drama production. Demonstrating a God given message. Before the people. Before the audience. Under the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit. For the purpose of what? Revival. And bringing people back to the saving knowledge of Christ. Hallelujah. If you go through the scriptures, not only God. Several other people use drama. 
in presenting one message or the other. In fact, we have a, a case in the book of Judges chapter 9. The story of the Gibeonites. Shall we still remember? The Gibeonites were the next door neighbors of Israel. They wanted to make a league with the people of Israel when they heard what the Lord did and how the Lord used them to destroy other nations. They consulted among themselves, how do we pass this message across to them? How can we make them believe in what we want to tell them? And at the end of the day, they decided to use drama. The Bible says that the Gideonites, they wanted to act like people from a very far country. They got the right costumes, got the right props, wrote their scripts. By the time they finished the Hassa, they went to Joshua, the man of God. They told Joshua their story. And after watching the drama, Joshua asked them, how do we know that you are from a very far country? They said, look at us now. Look at our old wineskin. Look at our costume. Look at our shoes. Look at our props. All these things. When we left, even look at our bread. Even our bread, moody. By the time we left, all these things were fresh. But look at it. In fact, Joshua looked at them from head to toe, looked at their speech, looked at their costume, looked at their props. And at the end of the day, the Bible said that Joshua did not even bother to consult the Lord. He didn't bother. He was so convinced by the drama that he now made a covenant with them. Not until after a few days, they discovered, lo, these were our next door neighbors. That was drama in action. In fact, we, I regard them as one of the greatest dramatists that have ever lived. Hallelujah. Some people tried it in the scripture and it didn't work. Look at the case of Rebecca. Rebecca was a very good makeup artist. And by the time Rebecca finished making Jacob up, the skin was looking exactly like that of Esau. But Jacob was a very bad actor. He was a very bad actor. He went before Isaac. He couldn't deliver his lines. You know, he went with his natural voice. He didn't know that in drama, you have to put in yourself into another character. By the time he went to act, his voice betrayed him. Ah. Isaac looked at Jacob and said, This thing looks like the voice of Jacob. He said, Yahoo. He said, Esau. Isaac said, It's very tough. This is what? The voice of uh, Jacob. He said, Come, let me feel you. By the time he felt the body, it was perfectly made. He said, surely, this is the body of uh, Esau. That was what convinced Isaac to give him the blessings. Hallelujah. If not, because of his bad acting, would have attracted curses to himself on that day. Hallelujah. So, even in the New Testament, we read the case of prophet uh, Agabus. The Bible said that he came to the fellowship and took Paul's belt. While people were watching, he tied it around himself. And when he was tying it, they were watching. And at the end, he said, Thus says the Lord, The owner of this belt, this is how they will do what? Tie him at uh, Jerusalem. A demonstration of the message. Hallelujah. So, we can say that uh, in the scriptures, people use drama to pass across a message. It didn't start today. It didn't start today. Right from the days of old. But then, we have two types of drama. Amen? We have two types of Christian drama. We have secular drama, we have Christian drama. The secular drama is not the subject for this message. But coming to a Christian drama, we have two types. Why I want to explain this to us so that perhaps when you want to go for drama evangelism you know the kind of drama that uh, you are required to do. Hallelujah. Number one, we have a popular type of drama among us today that is very popular in churches and among Christians. 
It is the one we call entertainment Christian drama. Entertainment Christian drama is a drama that is written and acted by children of God. But such drama lacks unction. They lack unction. The message of such drama is not received from God. The lives of the people acting it are not even in tune with God. It's a mere work of uh, literature. Sometimes when there is a program, people just gather together, reason among themselves, the drama to present, and quickly they can get a story from somewhere. Even, it may even be from the pages of newspaper. You see, the kind of drama where a man puts on a woman's cloth, puts on a wig, and things like that, we come and demonstrate it and people laugh. It is a practical example of an entertainment Christian drama. Some people call it concert. Some call it a play. That is the common and most popular type of drama among us. We have the second type of drama, the one we call evangelical Christian drama. Hallelujah. Evangelical Christian drama is a drama that is written by Christians acted by Christians under the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit. The kind of drama that is written by Christians, acted by born-again Christians, under the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit. For a purpose. The purpose is for revival and bringing souls to the saving knowledge of Christ. Hallelujah. That is the evangelical drama. You know, people use drama for different purposes. Some use it as a thing of entertainment. Some use it as a commercial venture. Some use it for educational purpose. Some use it for advert. But for evangelism, we use drama to bring souls to the saving knowledge of Christ. And in this kind of drama, the message comes from God. Hallelujah. The message comes from God. God is the source of the message. The message is acted under the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit. And the lives of the people involved in this type of drama, they are in tune with God. And by the special grace of God, this is the vision of Acts Theater. That is our pursuit. That is our calling. And this is the kind of drama that by the grace of God, we have been pursuing for a very long time. In evangelical drama production, three personalities are involved. Number one personality is God. Praise the Lord. Number one personality that is involved in evangelical drama is a God. God is the source of the message. The second personality that is involved is the drama minister. And the third is the audience. I think I would like to do a little demonstration. This is drama. So that we can remember and not forget what we are talking about today. Ah, bro, come. Bro, Kenneth, come. Sister Ifam, come. Ah. Sister Ifam, please come. Now, we are talking about evangelical drama. And I'm saying that this is three characters are involved. Okay, come this way. Stand there. These are three personalities that are involved. Uh, please come, don't worry, come. Uh, stand there. I'm coming. Now, we are saying that this, in evangelical drama, the source of the message is who? God. 
The Lord gives the message and he is the first and most important personality. Now, this is a place where evangelical drama differs from the secular. In secular production, God may or may not be there. Are we following? God may or may not be there, but not in evangelical. And then, in evangelical drama production, we have the drama minister. The drama minister is the human instrument that the Lord uses to carry this message to the audience. Are we following? This is the drama minister. This is the person that acts. This is the intermediary between God and the audience. The duty of this man who is a drama minister, number one, is to go to God. Amen? Amen. The drama minister goes to God, receives a message from God, and now carries that message to the audience. That is our work. Receiving a message from God, taking that message to the audience. Okay. Now, to do this work effectively, the relationship between the drama minister and God must be cordial. This is another place where evangelical drama differs from entertainment Christian drama. From between God and the drama minister, the relationship must be alright. If, peradventure, sin comes in between. The moment sin comes in between God and the, the drama minister. As this person is going to God, what will happen? Sin will block the access. When God is speaking, sin will prevent this person from receiving the message. Have you got what I'm saying? And as long as sin remains here, the relationship between God and the minister will be hindered. Is that point clear to us? Okay, good. That is the first uh, illustration. In carrying this gospel to this man, we need to have a thorough understanding of this person who is our audience. Brother, what's your name? Kenneth. His name is Kenneth. But when it comes to evangelical drama, we don't see him as Kenneth. If you begin to see him as Kenneth, you want to minister to Kenneth, you will miss it. We see this man as a natural man. Remember we are talking about evangelism. We see this man as a natural man. And if you look through the scripture, you will see the spiritual anatomy of a natural man. A natural man, the Bible tells us that he is lost. A natural man, the Bible tells us that he is under condemnation. A natural man, the Bible tells us that the God of this world has done what? Blinded his eyes. That he cannot see the light of the glorious gospel. A natural man, the Bible tells us that our gospel is what? Hid from him. The Bible says that he is in captivity. He is in captivity and in chains in the kingdom of darkness. The Bible tells us that for this man, the preaching of the gospel is what? Foolishness. The Bible tells us that he cannot understand the things of the Spirit because they are spiritually designed. Now, for you to minister to this kind of man, I want you to understand the picture. A man that is lost, a man that is blind, a man that has an active spirit. There is a spirit at work in him. And the Bible says it is spirit at work in children of uh, disobedience. A man that is blind, a man that lacks understanding. That is the nature of a natural man whom God wants us to go. And meet. 
So when God is asking us, go ye into the world and preach the gospel. I want you to have understanding of this kind of picture. That this is the person God is asking us to go and uh, deliver. Remember that he's in captivity. There is a chain. There is something that is holding him. He is not free. If he wants to move, something will draw him back. If he wants to make a move to go to God, that in there I say, come back. You are in my kingdom. That is where the problem is. And let me tell us this, brethren. If we want to deliver this kind of man, the drama story is not enough. Are we following? Going before this man with your drama story, technicalities, executive locations, technicality, go and bring the best actor in the world to act. It cannot do what? Deliver this particular man. The vehicle that will carry the gospel from God to this man is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. For this person to go, she has to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And under the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit, this chain will be broken. And then, she will release this man and do what? Bring him back to God. Hallelujah. That is evangelical drama for you. That is the summary of what we do. Under the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit to go to this person, snatch the person and then bring the person back to God. That is our assignment. It's not, you know, why am I expecting this? Many times we have drama administration. You come out from the bush, you come out from the lecture, you come out from somewhere, you just breeze in, gather stories together, then go through your lines, you say, I'm ready. You go and uh, do what? Act. And after acting, people laugh. You say that, ah, we have made it. It doesn't work that way, brethren. This is a clear picture of evangelical message. The Lord spoke to Ezekiel and said, go! Put up a demonstration before them. Perhaps they will see and do what? Reconsider. The number two thing I want to demonstrate to us, still talking about the audience of Christian drama. This is a natural man. Man is made up of the body, soul, and uh, the spirit. When you look at the soul of a man, the soul of a man has three components. Number one, the emotions. Number two, the mind. Number three, the conscience. This is the body of man. This is the soul of man. And there lies the spirit of man. When you are acting drama before an audience, that drama first of all gets to the body. Are we following? The drama first of all gets to the body. When an unbeliever is coming, to watch a, a drama. What is it coming to do? Entertainment. It's purely for entertainment. Drama is purely for entertainment. In fact, every work of art remains as an instrument of entertainment until the Holy Ghost acts on it. This man is the body. When you are presenting a drama, secular drama, it, it acts only on the body. This man, the body will enjoy it, laugh, smile, feel good and happy, and starts going home. But spiritually, nothing is achieved. Hallelujah. For the entertainment type of drama, it is only on the body. We have religious drama. Those drama that have a kind of religious undertone. The people that act them are not born again. In fact, they are like people that go to church that are not born again. Just like Anglican church in those days, we used to have priests. Eh? We used to have priests who were not born again in those days. But you see them interpreting the scripture. On Sunday, you see them preaching, talking about Ophiogusi and Ophiogono. And all the rest of them, that kind of preaching. Those religious dramas, 
that are not backed up by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because they look religious, by the time you present them, those dramas will minister to the body and minister to the soul. But it will just help at this uh, emotional level. Are you following? It's going on sometimes you may go to crusade, a preacher will preach, and when you make an altar call, people will come out and give their life to Christ. But truly, they have not repented. Only that the message did what? Touch them. Somebody can watch a drama and feel, oh, this drama is very touched. It's only working on what? Demotion. Remember that the spirit is still very, very far inside, untouched. Most of the religious drama, most of the entertainment Christian drama, they work on the emotion. They don't get to the spirit. But coming to evangelical drama that is backed up by the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, first of all, it will minister to the body. Evangelical Christian drama is interesting. It will minister to the body. It will minister to the emotions. It will minister to the mind. It will minister to the conscience. That evangelical message backed up by power will bypass all these people and get to the spirit of man. Hallelujah. The spirit of man is the nature of God in man. For somebody who is an unbeliever, the spirit is not active. The spirit is dormant. It requires the Holy Spirit coming to act on the spirit of man for this to be quickened. If you look at the Gospel of John, the Bible tells us that that which is born again is uh, the Spirit. The Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit acts on this man, that which is born of the Spirit is what? Spirit. The Spirit becomes alive. The Spirit becomes responsive to God. The Spirit can now begin to act. The Spirit will act on the conscience. The Spirit will act on the mind, act on emotion, act on the body, and you begin to see a positive change. Hallelujah. Amen. That is when you say somebody is born again. That is when the spirit becomes alive. That is when the person becomes responsive to God. That is the time there is a change. That is the time you say that somebody is truly born again. Praise the Lord. So, that is how evangelical drama works and by the special grace of god that is the vision god gave to us in acts theater ministry the commission of our ministry is to carry the gospel of jesus christ to the unreached world through demonstration and acting Our journey into this ministry has been a very long one. In fact, it started in 1982. It was in 1982 that we started using drama to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. By the grace of God, we came into the campus in 1981. And in 1981 that I came in, I was an unbeliever. And the same year, Easter, I gave my life to Christ. By 1982, we came to Enugu campus. In fact, that particular year, we had a scripture in our fellowship, and uh, it was Students' Week. We also go and prepare a drama. That was my first time. I was not involved in drama as an unbeliever. And unfortunately, they gave, me, they gave me a part to act, the part of the devil. In fact, the first drama I acted in life was the devil. And after acting that day, the thing started haunting me. I started having nightmare. I was still a new person, not up to one year in the Lord. It was from there that we joined the drama group at the teaching hospital then. The, the person in charge of a drama, or the drama group leader, was one brother, Dr. Femi Ajayoba, a brother from the West. 
that time, he was a final year medical student. When I came in, one day he called me and said, I am handing this ministry over to you. You know that I will soon be leaving. I said, ah, uh-uh. I'm seeing you in the faith. I'm seeing you in the campus. I don't know about uh, this thing. I just came. I was following you. He said, no, I will hand this ministry over to you. By the grace of God, I will be with you. I will be coming. In fact, he made a lot of promises to me. Handed the whole thing over to me and uh, vanished. From that time till today, my eyes never saw him again. There was no communication. There was no information. Nothing was written. He just had... The thing became a burden to me. In fact, the thing started haunting my spirit. It became a burden to me. How can a blind man lead a blind man? The person who made all these promises to me vanished and I never saw him again. I was worried. In fact, it was then that the Spirit of God led me to a particular brother. One brother, Sam, Ike, in those days. We were together in the fellowship. And we were classmates. The Lord led me to him. I went and shared this burden with him and said, look at what is happening. See you. This brother has vanished. Look at the work committed into my hands. I don't know what to do. Brother Sam gave me an encouragement. He said, go and wait on the Lord. Allow God to lead you. Let God show you what to do. In fact, from that particular day, we became friends. From that particular day, we became partners in ministry. From that particular day, he became my teacher, an advisor, a friend, a mentor, a brother, and everything. He was a more matured Christian. He came into the campus as a Christian. We were unbelievers then. So God used him mightily to lay the spiritual foundation of this ministry. This thing was happening in 1982. Then in 1983, something happened. It was when UNTH organized a convocation. The first convocation organized by UNTH. And the students' union were asked to come up with a presentation. They didn't know what to do. They came to me. I said, please, that's your drama. We would like you to come and present it at the convocation. I said, huh? I said, please, count me out. I don't want to be involved. They pleaded with me. and said, come and present the drama. I said, no, I won't. But somehow, along the line, in the night, the Spirit ministered to me. I said, go and do that presentation. He said, accept the offer. Go and do that presentation. I said, okay. I gave a reply to them and said, okay, I've accepted. The news got to the management. They asked me now to make a requisition. Everything that we needed for the... No, it was a convocation. They said, as the entertainment committee, whatever you need, write, come up with it. The management will sponsor it. I didn't know that God was at work. That was the beginning. I wrote a very long... In fact, anything that my heart will remember that was needed in drama, I wrote it down. And even most of the things we are using now, we are bought by that time. The list went to the management, they approved the money. Gave us a very huge sum of money. Said, go and prepare for the drama. And that 1983, we came to the convocation and presented a drama. Oh my God. In fact, it seems as if heaven was let loose. The way God ministered to people in that convocation, I was dazed. That was my first experience of seeing God at work in a drama ministration. God so ministered to people through that convocation drama that, in fact, at the end of the drama, it, it became the talk of the whole institution. 
Throughout my years of stay in the campus, the effect of drama still continues. Even till today, some of the old men that live there, whenever they see me, they remember that day. It was an eye-opener. That was how we saw what God can do in drama ministration. From that point, and after that experience, we started moving from camp one campus to the other, ministering the gospel through drama. We started going to secondary schools, ministering in drama. And God was really at work. People were coming to the saving knowledge of Christ. So many things were happening. And uh, all through our student years, that was the ministry we were engaged in. In 1985, when I was about to graduate, a button came to my heart. How do you continue with this ministry when you graduate? As of that time, there was nothing like an independent drama ministry. In fact, the whole of the East, Southeast, South, South, there was nothing like independent ministry. Most of the drama groups we had then were based in the campus. And it was laid in my heart to start an independent drama ministry. Where people who graduate from the campus groups can come and minister freely. It was a, a burden. I went and shared that vision with uh, Brother Sam, my advisor, my counselor, my friend and collaborator. And uh, he gave me advice and said, Look, wait on the Lord for the clarity of the vision. When I was about to graduate, he asked me a question. Is that vision clear now? I said, well, not quite clear. He said, make sure that the vision is clear before you leave this campus. I said, yes, sir. 1986, I went for youth service at Kano. And by the time we got to the orientation camp, we wanted to do evangelism. And uh, somehow, what was running in the camp was drama. People were rehearsing drama everywhere. We decided to organize an outreach using drama. I was made the leader of the drama group for the Copper's Fellowship. We quickly prepared a drama. I still remember that drama. We called it the Freedom Fighters. KNCC, FTA, and Cultural Troop presents the Freedom Fighters. People didn't know what KNCCF was all about. The story spread in the camp that was a cultural troop coming to minister. That is Christian Corpus Fellowship Cultural Troop. That night, the hall was filled up. Both Christians and Muslims, all the people gathered. And when the time came, we mounted the stage. By the time we started acting, the same experience we had at UNTH in 1983 came back. God so moved in the camp that night. In fact, I wanted Pentecost. I like I said that people were slain in the spirit. God so moved. In the presence of God came down. The power of God came down. And it was a very mighty experience. And as God would have it, that was the second experience we had. By the time we were in Kano. The vision of this ministry became very clear. God gave us fourfold ministries. Number one is to preach the gospel through drama. Number two is to train Christian drama ministers. Number three is to produce Christian films. People don't know that our vision of producing Christian films has been there right from the 80s. And number four was to gather Christian drama ministers under our umbrella throughout the country. We came back from service in 1987 and the third day of July 1988, the ministry was formally inaugurated. And the speaker on that day was no other person than our brother Sam. <laughs> Hallelujah. He was the speaker in 1988 and preached a message that I have never forgotten till today. That message he preached in 1988 kept on haunting my life till today. 
And what was that message? You shall be my witnesses. Acts of the Apostles chapter 1 verse 8. You shall be my witnesses starting from Jerusalem through Judea, through Samaria and to the uttermost part of the earth. That was the message that he preached on that day. That message became our pursuit. That message became our vision. And ever since then, we have been on the move. We have carried this vision from campus to the town. In fact, throughout the 90s, we are going around churches, preaching the gospel through drama. We go around villages, preaching the gospel through drama. Even Cherubim and Seraphim. In fact, on one occasion, they invited us to, when the Cherubim and Seraphim had their World Congress in Enugu we were invited to come and minister. We went. On that day, we removed our shoes outside. We went. Some people were afraid. Said, no. We went and in fact present, had a very powerful ministration in that Cherubim and Seraphim. It was very wonderful that day. And uh, God be so kind to us. From the work we started here in the campus, it went through the town. And uh, along the line, the last vision that God gave to us to unite all drama ministers together, we were able to form an, an association, which we call Ansudram, All Nigeria Conference of Evangelical Drama Ministers. Ansudram. That is the body that unites all Christian drama ministers in Nigeria together. And in fact, it was what we started in our theater that the Lord used in establishing this body. Under Ansudram, we have taken this vision from Enugu through all the states in the eastern part of the country. From there to south-south, all the states in the south-south we have been going with the vision of evangelical drama. And moving from there, we have taken this vision to the northern states. And to the glory of God today, the vision of evangelical drama has spread through the east, through the west, through the north, and through the south. Praise the Lord. That is where we are. And that is what we are doing. One good thing that the Lord did by giving us that vision of Ansidram was to have a regulatory body for Christian drama in Nigeria. You know, when Nollywood came, they formed the Actors Guild of Nigeria. And that was the only body the federal government re registered that regulates film production, drama, and all the rest of them in Nigeria. And then somehow we looked at it. How can unbelievers come and regulate evangelical drama production? We don't have the same vision, we don't have the same goal, we don't have the same aim. If we leave this matter, it will become disastrous, even for the future of evangelical drama in Nigeria. We had to put up a representation to the federal government, followed it up. And the summary of the whole thing is that Ansildram became registered, recognized by the federal government of Nigeria. But today we have two bodies, Actors Guild of Nigeria and All Nigerian Conference of Evangelical Drama Ministers. Recognized, registered by the government. That is one good thing the Lord has done. And since the formation of Fancy Drum, we have been organizing conferences, seminars, teachings, training around the whole country for the preaching of the gospel through drama. I give God the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. By the special grace of God, next year, or this year, we declared global vision for drama evangelism. For the past 20 something years, we have been on training and discipleship. So many people have been raised in this vision. And all those people raised, some of them, God is sending them to different parts of the world. Some are in different parts of West Africa, some are in South Africa, some are in United States and in America. And the summary of it is that now we have the vision of drama spreading in other countries of the world. It was in March this year that we had our first international conference. In fact, it was a very wonderful experience. Brethren from America, from Canada, from Spain, from South Africa, from Australia, different parts of the world, 
All of us came together and had an international conference. It was a, an online program in Zoom, but very wonderful. And by the grace of God, next year, 2002, the all Christian dramas in Nigeria are gathering here in Enugu for a national conference. Pray along with us. It shall be well in Jesus' name. So, as I conclude this message, we have one area of needs which I want to appeal to us. By the grace of God, in this church, the Lord has been using the leadership to sustain and encourage the vision of Christian drama. But we don't really have a very strong drama ministry here. Our drama group is student-based. I discovered that when the students graduate, a vacuum is left behind. We'll go back to square one. We have the vision of organizing a drama group in this church that is not student-based. So that there will be continuity. So that the vision will grow. Please, I want to appeal to us. If you are led and you want to be a part of this, the Lord is giving you this vision to preach the gospel through drama. Please, I would like you to meet with me. Send your name across or your phone number so that all of us can meet together and organize a viable, strong drama group for this church. As you do that, you'll be doing God a service in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's bow down our heads and pray. When he calls me, I will answer. When he calls me, I will answer. When he calls me, I will answer. I'll be somewhere walking for my love. I'll be somewhere walking. I'll be somewhere walking. I'll be somewhere walking for my love I'll be somewhere walking I'll be somewhere walking I'll be somewhere walking for my love I don't know the vision that God has led in your hearts I don't know how far you have gone with it. Perhaps the Lord has laid in your heart a burden and a vision to preach this gospel in one way or the other. This is the time for you once again to talk to God concerning it. The Lord is saying, laying something in your heart to do. I want you to rededicate that vision to God. Rededicate it to God in prayer. And ask God to bring that vision to pass. It may be like a mustard seed. As you take a step of faith, the Lord will cause it to grow and to be fulfilled. Let us begin to pray. Our prayers are in Jesus' name. Precious Father, thank you. You are the author of drama. Thank you that you have brought forth this ministry of answer drama. We ask, merciful Father, that you will use us as vessels in every way that you have proposed so as to bring the message of the gospel clearly to your audience, which is the world around us. Father, we give ourselves not to be entertainers, but to be ministers. People that hear from you and by the power of your spirit, reach out to the spirits of others 
bringing them out of captivity to the knowledge of you. Father, we thank you, even as the need for drama ministry is met by your Spirit. We ask that you will stir up all those whom you have called and cause your name to be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. If you have come to see that you have not come to know the Lord Jesus, this is an opportunity for you. Perhaps as the drama went on, you suddenly realized that your spirit is connected not to the Lord, but to sin. And you want to make a change. You want your life to be different. You want to have a deliverance from the power of sin. This is an opportunity for you. Can we see your hand? We want to pray with you. We want to usher you into the kingdom of God. This is an opportunity for you. Is there such a person? Can we see your hand? We will pray with you. Right where you are, I see a hand. I don't know whether it's a steadfast one, but I'll give you that opportunity. Just make this prayer from your heart. It's not the words, it's the sincerity and the genuineness that God recognizes. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you love me. I realize I have gone away from your paths. I realize I am a sinner. But I want to be free from sin. Jesus has died for me. And by his blood, I obtain forgiveness. So, Heavenly Father, I welcome Jesus into my heart right now. I ask that you wash me in his blood. Take your place as my Savior, as my Master. I give myself to you. Thank you that you received me. Thank you for answering me in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you thanks and we ask that the witness of your spirit in their spirits will be clear from this day. Father, to you belong all the praise, to you belong all the glory. Thank you for answering us. Let your power, let your anointing go forth in greater measure to your son. Strengthen him, rejuvenate him and cause him to minister effectively the more and receive well done good and faithful servant as he completes his race with joy in jesus name we pray Let us not grow weary in the world of love.